Hey guys, um, I've got a guest today, and we were just going to discuss a pretty hardcore topic, actually. It's one that every human being on earth will immediately resist, and hopefully that kind of piques your interest. Um, I just wanted to touch on a few things that we do have to keep in mind before this topic begins is that we have been brainwashed, lied to, deceived in this reality, of course, so that we can fully find ourselves. Part of finding ourselves <coughs> is being open to um, conflicting evidence in our perspectives of our reality. So when we're younger, it can be very mundane things like maybe how we reacted to a situation and how that gets reflected back to us in reality. With this, this is um, how we interpret evidence and how that reflects outward from us and changes our perspective of reality. If you have a piece of evidence wrong, you are unable to find the truth because you're looking at the picture wrong. It's just an impossibility. So I want you to keep in mind that when you're resisting what we're discussing, that the reason you're resisting it is because your self-image is tied with the opposition, okay? And they've purposely created that. Your self-image has been placed into the opposition and the opposition's view and perspectives of things. So they create uh, a massive, huge idea shift in your reality that requires you to ignore a lot of evidence around you because, uh, one, they've made you feel smarter for having believed what they've proposed to you. And two, they've made you perceive other people in the world around you in a different way as well, which also reflects in your actions with yourself and the world around you. That is why there is far less connection between people. That's why there's far less honesty between people. And that's why there's hierarchies that are formed between people. When you awake and you realize everybody is equal and that someone who is at a lower frequency or a lower level to you per se is not less than you. They're not less than you. They have a different path. You all have different points. Without those people at those points, there's no ability to see the perspectives that we've formed that are incorrect, right? They have to exist. It is absolutely necessary. All people are equally important. So try your best to figure out why there's so much resistance because that should be shocking for you. What we're about to discuss will create so much resistance in you that you won't be able to not feel that. And that's important. If you've got such a high level of resistance to a discussion, an open, honest discussion that you can determine your own views upon, right? Why was that already there? And who put that there? Because I guarantee you, you didn't. As a child, we are open to all kinds of information. But as an adult, if you're really, really resisting this, ask yourself why. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about the earth. And the realities of the earth and the deceptions that we've been taught. So, um, my guest will be called Snape. Hello, when hello. you first found out about this, what did you think? And, and what is it? I mean, you can, you can. Well, when I first heard about people talking about the nature of the earth, and there was more and more people 
mainly on social media talking about how the earth was flat and how initially I sort of just laughed it off, didn't even look into it, didn't even just thought, oh, this is ridiculous, what what the heck? Yeah, yeah, same reaction here. Yeah. I just switched it off, did not listen until a man said to me, I thought you were open-minded. And wow. I thought I was open-minded. And I was like, that's quite a challenging question. And then he followed up by saying that all the other things that he had said to me made sense to me, right? Yeah. And I said, well, that's true. He's like, so do you think I'm an absolute idiot if I've managed to come to so many correct conclusions? So, yeah, that was I think quite that, a slap. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's something I think everyone, because it's so heavy in the programming and in the predisposed belief, that it's when it's first even presented, it's just laughable almost. Yeah. Yeah. So what what part um, about the discussions about this piqued your interest most? What what things stuck as like, oh, I have to actually look at this maybe? Well, mainly it was my failure to be able to explain my belief when posed a lot of the questions i knew i was falling back on science and other people's interpretations and explanations without really fully understanding any of what they've said so you're struggling to actually explain your belief mm, as a whole 100 100 okay do you think you were then presented with this oh i don't even really know if i know my belief oh yeah thought? yeah 100 yeah for sure so that's really what caused you to investigate it a bit more. Yeah. Like ask more questions and sort of be more open to it. Yeah. How, how is this thing that I believe so 100%? So it's something that I can't even explain. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. For me, actually, I knew so much about the globe mm. and about space and about planets and about aliens and about ancient Egyptian stuff and I mean sure ancient aliens took a part in that but really I looked stuff up you know yeah. I actually looked things up I don't like to just you know um so for me it was worse I feel it mm. would be better to be um able to see like oh I don't really I don't really know if I know enough about this to to really be able to articulate myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably that you're focusing on other things where, you know, I was focusing on that. Everyone focuses on different things at different points. For sure. But yeah, for me, I was like actually really able to hold an argument mm. and I kept coming back like, nah, impossible because blah, 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 blah. And nah, impossible because blah, blah, blah. And I've still got all the messages, yeah. you know, all these things that I had been arguing back and forth with this poor fella, some of which maybe he hadn't even considered before. Yeah. And, you know, he would, he would say something or he, he would have the actual answer. Yeah. And I, I would know, like, oh, no, I do know enough about science to know that's an actual answer. Yeah, that's Damn. actually stable in what? a re response, yeah. Yeah, but on the other spectrum, it was like, well, there's no answers for these things on either side, though. Mm. And I'm looking at this bias. I'm saying this is wrong because there's no answer. And, and he's telling me that. Well, but on the other side, they've literally admitted they don't have an answer. Yeah. So yeah. this is a hard question then, isn't it? It's mm. not like, 
you know, but certain parts of science, they're not hard questions, such as density, um, which we find on the periodic table, and things yeah. like that. You know, that's, Buoyancy, that, we can yeah. tell, we yeah, know, yeah, it's definitely. consistent, right? Mm. Um, so that was weird for me. Wow. <laughs> Wow. That was weird for me. And so actually what happened was I needed to now know the truth yeah. because it was, it was like, there was a middle now, you know, and I didn't really know either way. And I'm like, how can I not know either way? For with, sure. with something so massive. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, now I have to know this. Yeah. I need to know the truth. I have to know this. So I just started really, really hammering into it and trying to actually figure out answers. Yeah for things that maybe hadn't even been answered, but finding those answers from other people too down the line and going, oh, wow, other people have thought of this too. Maybe yeah. we all thought of it at the same time. Mm. Be approvable stuff, you know? It's yeah. just really bizarre. What was sort of the first thing that you, that you came to that changed that possibility, that, you know, that uneven uncertain middle ground that you just said what was oh the, wow what was the the thing that was like oh crap this this could actually this feels like it is you know it was actually accumulation of science initially but the moment it really like struck me as how vital it is because it was like it was beautiful and it's like oh my gosh my whole perspective is now i'm just absolutely fascinated with how things grow and how nature works so perfectly in such an order and all that, you know, that was like really a spiritual connective moment for me. But mm. I would say the most pivotal moment really, if I was to weigh it up on a scale would have been the moment when I, I already knew we had an electromagnetic field, which oh, okay. proves yeah. the soul. Yeah. Obviously that's energy. Yeah. That's what we know a soul to be. Right. Yeah, so that definitely. proved the soul to me. Mm without a shadow of a doubt already yeah. and realizing everything else was electromagnetic and, and, and just knowing that anyway from the science, but not being able to link it. Yeah. And yeah, it was I'm like, here's this puzzle piece that I didn't have. And I had most of the picture. So I already knew what it was going to be like, mm. you know, but that was just like life changing yeah. wow. because once you know, you have, an impact like that you actually have a field yeah you have a frequency within this earth mm. the way the earth's been made intentionally it's like oh wow okay i've really been impacting things here you know yeah. everyone has been we just don't know it mm. we think we, we don't matter why do we think we don't matter the system mm. right which this is part of that answer mm. massively do you think that for you when you found this out that things changed for you like in the way that I perceive the system on the whole or just anything in like, you know, do you think, was there any major change or was it a minor change or? Oh, cause I'd already, already had, um, beliefs and understandings of aspects of the system through upbringing and realizing that they weren't wholly truthful. You know, they had, they had their own reasons and gains that they like to, you know, taken um so when when that was sort of posed and i wasn't able to really explain the beliefs it was it's quite wow i i things definitely changed i mean i'd already felt as though there was you know that that creative aspect that 
you know, that must have come from something through some of my experiences, but to have mirrored the system so constantly lying about what's right in front of us. Yeah. You know, our, our, our oh, reality like that how we can it interact had, with. had pulled you into line as well. Mm, mm. Or like everybody. Yeah. Is, yeah. Everybody is a collective. Yeah. yeah. Into this, this false belief. Into basically denying our own perceptions of reality. Right. And I mean, science, I, I can't remember how it's explained, but, you know, um, in science, doing something and being able to test it's, that its reaction's always the same under the, the same scenario. Oh, right, and they teach us that. Yeah, They yeah. teach us that, right? Definitely. Yeah, they give us the opportunity to seek the truth, but they don't really tell us it. Mm, mm. It's almost sort of like everything's been figured out. If you're not some whiz, crazy genius, you're not going to add anything to the enormous pile that's already there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Whereas now, it's like everything's a question. Mm. They've completely flipped the table. Yeah. Now we don't know anything. Or like these new discoveries every bloody day if you wanted to look it up. Are they real or not? Yeah. <laughs> That's debatable too. Definitely. We have discoveries every day. Or did somebody already figure this out long ago and it was and, hidden? Yeah, <laughs> and just leaking things out. Yeah, yeah, that's the real question. I think this is one of those things too. Mm. Where actually, <laughs> provably, throughout all of ancient history, mm. no one ever believed this was a globe. No, no, definitely. No, it's like, and they have these so-called discoveries that pop up, right? But... They're still not nearly as ancient. No, no. They're and still not nearly as prevalent, and there's usually only one piece of little tiny bit of evidence on some ripped piece of paper that they can't quite fully date, and they don't really know who did it. Yeah, yeah. Right, because it could have been just them. Whereas all the other stuff, I mean, handed down through traditions, cultures, we've, we've literally got stories, we've got actual pictures, we've got carvings, just never ending. Mm -hmm. The question is on the on the globe. Um, what would you call that? Um, d disguised globe. truth. I yeah. mean, it's not even. I don't even feel like it's necessarily a belief because you don't really have a choice. Yeah, kind of like the whole Catholicism thing. You might get born into religion and get to a certain age, and maybe you don't agree with it, or maybe your family aren't religious. You know, it takes you a very long time to sort of realize, well, maybe this isn't actually my belief. Mm. You know what I mean? I think this is one of those things. I don't think anyone could really say this is their belief because it's it's been programmed. I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. To me, it's it, I would refer to it as a globe program. Right. The globe program. Cause I, and it reminds me very much of, of Santa Claus. Here's all these adults that know that Santa Claus doesn't exist, but they'll tell their children... And then their children get to a certain age where they have to feel like they, they need to know the truth, mm -hmm. but they've lied to them for the first four, five, yeah. six years or whatever. And what's this whole big number one thing that parents don't want their children to do? It's to lie. Right, it's to lie. And we know that that's wrong. We mm -hmm. actually do. Like, it, <laughs> You don't have to ask that question. No. Even a small child who's never lied before, they can feel it's wrong. Hmm. They can feel it's wrong. They look guilty as hell. The first time a child lies, they look guilty as hell. They still know that even at that younger age, they know it's wrong automatically. Definitely. You know? So, like, what does it do to the soul or the, or the field that one's putting out of themselves if they're in a state of lies? Whether or not it's conscious. I mean, is it okay still to tell a lie that you didn't know was a lie? 
That's a question wow, to yeah, ask, you definitely. know. I don't know. Does that hold as much weight? And... Is it not better to take no position if you haven't formed it yet than to potentially risk lying? Mm. You know what I mean? And what does that do to other people's chances in, in their perception and reality as well? You know, it almost takes away their choice. You tell a child that we, um, I don't know, live in a live in a prison, they're going to have a whole different perception of reality. Yeah, definitely. Is it fair to do that? You know? Yeah, I mean, even some of the the really atrocious stories where people have uh, been grown up in you know basements and they've been told that the world's you know radioactive and they mm. can't go outside and. And, and really, they're just captives, Yeah, you know? Yeah, it's the question is, is that fair to do that to somebody? No, that's clearly been done to us because we know that science doesn't know. Science, when I say science, I'm talking about high elitists who have lots of money, okay, because scientists provide the evidence that they wish to receive. Exactly. If we they know wanna, that happens. Yeah, if they want to get the funding and their, their experiment doesn't come out the way that they want. They'll change the experiment or lose the funding. They sure will, yeah. And they talk about that on the news even. You know, that's even in the mainstream matrix ex itself. That's mm. in the system. The the thing that which tries its best to control you and your own uniqueness, because that's why we get pocketed into these groups and ideas and things, right? The exact same thing tells you the truth. A lot of the time. Yeah. And it's actually, unfortunately, because the collective perspective and anyone who's in the truth movement or, or trying to seek real reality and trying to seek their own power and uniqueness fully, you know, they know that the collective's wrong. Generally, in almost every area, they know that, you know. Someone who's walking more towards the truth knows that it's, not wise to accept an injection from someone you don't know, from somewhere you don't even know, from, uh, you know, ingredients that you don't even understand. Definitely. You know, a normal, non-programmed person would not accept that. Well, I don't even know what that is. We get taught not to accept needles from strangers, obviously. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Yeah. What if those strangers have investments in certain things that we don't agree with? Is it even worse of an idea now? Can we trust them? You know, so... If, if we're in a, a collective like that, that's just got a very wrong perspective and, and still, even though being told that something's right or wrong, not really fully been able to discern that, mm. wouldn't that be proof of how powerful the electromagnetic field is? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, of course. If you think about it like that. Because, yeah, if, if you think that that collective has that when you're looking at it from an energy electromagnetic point, that collective having the influence energetically. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that would be massive. Yeah, Definitely. that's really difficult. So until you can actually disconnect from the collective idea just because it's collectivized, you can't actually see anything from your own perspective properly yet. Do you know what I mean? Well, definitely, yeah. Because you have that. to oppose yeah. that. That's, a, that's an actual energy force, right? You've got positive, negative energy. Now, if something could be rooted in a light, even to go with the opposite, even if the opposite isn't correct, at least gives you a chance to properly discern what's going on. Yeah. Because you're not actually magnetized to the same energy, right? Yeah, you're not attracted to it. It's not dictating your position. Right, and we find that in people who are in the truth movement. 
they have gone against a collective idea because they know truly in their heart that it is wrong. Yeah, or that something They've actually is wrong. figured that out even among that yeah. field. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Now, that's powerful. So with this, I think the same thing applies. You actually do have to be able to recognize that you've got a bias. You have to recognize that that has been programmed into you, whether yeah. or not it is true. Yeah, it has, has, it's not of your own accord. Yeah, it's not from you. Right? And if someone else has programmed your mind and your thoughts, your perspective, your reality. How is that in benefit to you? It's not unique to you, no. So no. even if you would come to the same conclusion, you still have to revisit it because Definitely. you know it's been programmed. Definitely. Right? And we know that generally the media wants to program a lack of power, a lack of uniqueness, um, you know, a lack of strength, you know. Of impact, yeah. Just, you look at it across the board and it's just massive. Mm. I mean, how haven't they attacked in some regard, you know? Even like, well, even just on the basis of like sometimes a judge could be a pedophile and yet he's judging other people. Yeah. I mean, anyone in the truth movement goes, okay, justice is not quite being what it's supposed to be. You know, these things aren't quite representing, sorry, what they're saying mm. that they represent. Like, what is real? What is what is actually right or good or fair in this world? And I think this is an answer to that. There's a reason why when one believes we're spinning and we're in a vacuum of empty space and we exploded out of nothingness that you feel confused <laughs> or you feel small and don't have a point yeah. well there's just so many you talk to somebody like that and well, oh well, well you know we're, we're from another planet or aliens put us here or or we're in a simulation. I mean, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Same people who say aliens exist also say we're in a simulation. Well, like, I'm sorry, but those are very, very different things, right? Yeah, very contrasting. But the thing that they seem to be sure of is is that there's a more. Yeah. Okay? That's the thing that they really feel, I think, in their heart. They know there's more. And the idea of the opposite of the globe, anything opposite of the globe, is... Rooted in feeling like it's unfair, I think. Okay. Right? Rooted in, like, not being able to pull one's identity out of the globe idea. See, because most people will have an opinion because there's been so many opinions presented to them, and I think this is the clever way that they've done this. They provide so many different opinions, and that's why you get that contrast of we're in a simulation hmm. or we're in a globe yeah. from aliens, right? Because... There's so many opinions put out. Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to pick from that? Well, guess what? At least you get to pick. There's choice now. And it feels like there's free will involved. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a pretend idea of free will. Because free will is I'm not looking at any idea. I'm going to only look at evidence. Mm. Right? That's real reality. That's real perspective. There's a something that occurs consistently. Yeah. That's a pattern. Yeah. That's a reality. That's a boundary. That's a bound. You know what I mean? And now you've got a foundation to go off of when you're trying to think of anything else. Yeah. Because you've got a bound now. We need bounds. There's, in nature, there are bounds. There are restrictions. We see that every day. Yeah, the sun always... and the moon, you've got hot and cold, you've got growing and dying, you know, there's these bounds. They're right there, right visible every day. But instead of looking at those, we're looking outside of the bounds. Mm. 
And when we're looking outside of the bounds, we don't know any friggin' thing at all. We don't know what could be, what isn't, what is, you know. It's just like a big floating ball of any crazy idea anyone can come up with. Yeah, yeah, that without any limitations, anything's essentially possible. Mm. Yeah. And do you think part of that is like this, this, this belief that gets put in people that you can't know reality as a man? As a human being, you can't know reality. There's too much that you can't know it. Mm. Do you reckon? Yeah, I I would say that's definitely, that's definitely. And I mean. But that's funny because that same logic cannot be applied to anything we've actually created. Like Wi-Fi is based on electromagnetic fields and they are the, you know, scientists and understanding of that. We've got the car was made from the concept of the CV joint, right? Mm. The, the the joint, ball and socket joint in your arm, yeah. right? We've got um, the electromagnetic hoverboard was created from the idea of the scarab beetle. Mm. So with these bounds, there's not a lack of creation. It is creation because you know what is now. Yeah, you know like what, I mean? what, what is possible <laughs> and what can be done because, I mean, any invention or thing in this world, in this matrix has in some way, shape or form been derived from, from nature. I mean, even the discovery of, of morphine being from the poppies and, and so many things all are tied back to a natural, um, natural basis, because that's, as you said, that's the bounds, that's the limitations that are here. You've got these things and upon observing them, you're able to more so understand the nature of your reality because you're looking at the the bees and how the way that it's weighted, they're not supposed to be able to fly, but you put electromagnetism in there and the the static Mm. charge that they're emitting and it makes sense. Ah, right. Like what do they say, right? They say, oh, that the bumblebee is far too large to be able to fly, right? So it's anti-gravity and we don't know how. We don't know how it's anti-gravity, and it flies in a straight, perfect line. We don't, we don't get it. I mean, it can even hover there. Like, how the, how the heck does it do that? And your scientists are all, oh, we don't know, we don't know. And then humanity's like, there's all these things that we don't know, you know. And then you go flat Earth, and you go, this is an electromagnetic place. This whole thing has been perfectly designed with electromagnetism in mind. And you go, the wings from the bear creating static, which we can prove, mm-hmm. right? And they even make the sound of static. There's literally static happening. And this is an electromagnetic field. So they're hovering just like the hoverboard, just like the scarab beetle. Definitely. They're definitely. able to pull that weight because they're using energy to do so. Mm. Because this whole place is energy. Oh, yeah. And we knew that. You know, we've got a heartbeat that's a frequency. A frequency. I mean, come on. You know, the whole place is energy. Yeah. And I mean, even, even tying back to... Um, I can't remember the scientist's name, but when he froze water um, with different words attached to them and the way that they froze differently, right. you know, the positive words froze in a, an almost like um, a snowflake symmetrical manner and the negative words were just obscure, twisted things. And even um, the experiment they did in a high school over in America where they put mm. two plants in the entrance of the school and told kids to say all the negative, hurtful words to one plant that they would hear to themselves or would hear around and give one plant the positive words. Yeah, and, and, and they that, grow better if yeah, they get positivity. Exactly, eh? and the other one yeah. was dying, you know, mm. within a month it was dead. And it, it 
proves that everything is electromagnetic and our voice and what we speak and say is all impactful and yeah. with this whole globe program you've just exploded out of nothing you're on a spinning rock and this vast constantly expanding nothingness yeah. we don't know but you're a blip yeah you're a speck of and dust. what's the most biggest emotional program that comes from that right is it not what's my purpose i don't yeah. know what my purpose is why do i exist mm. well the even the asking of that question suggests that the song knows that there is a purpose and there is a seeking for it and i mean Just, are they looking in the wrong place do you think i i think i because it's definitely been a constant through all civilizations that why are we here? Mm. What are we? Why are we here? And every civilization, you know, every culture has had a story or a set of stories that it's tried to explain. Yeah. But with constantly looking outwards and having this, this false narrative, this false programming push that, a lot of people don't really even understand Like, I just know that from myself when I was presented things and I'm trying to rebut those things, but I don't actually know them. Yeah. And then coming to, you've got astrophysicists explaining that on one hand, gravity doesn't exist, but yeah. on another hand, it's a, some quantum field reaction that they're only just hopeful to be able to begin to understand right and that's that astrophysicist explaining gravity on five different levels right yeah yeah, yeah with the expert and the beginner and yeah starts at the preschool yeah. age and you know moves up to it's just shocking but say like if you were um if you were to go back to the time where you were discussing this mm -hmm. do you think that you did you hear anything that was like Huh. Well, like, what was what would be your biggest argument when you're in that mindset? The biggest one that like, sort of what caught me <laughs> was um was when they were talking about density and gravity, mm. and you know how supposedly gravity can hold all of the masses of water down on the Earth. Yeah. But you look at the morning dew, and there's droplets sitting on the the single blades of grass that aren't moving and can sit there for hours and can, that was the the biggest one for me was like well wait what i never even thought of that never even but it was just so that's right. not right right i suppose and that comes back to the periodic table right we all get taught that that is actually necessary to be taught that at school mm. funnily enough no the elements and the whole point of the periodic table is to actually teach us the numerical value of density mm, for each different thing, yeah. right? But then we get older and they start programming us more heavily with the whole gravity concept. You know, gravity, we can't understand gravity. Gravity is just a force. You know, it's an invisible force. Well, that is electromagnetism. Mm. And electromagnetism is an energetic pull, ironically, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then we know that that exists because we can measure it. Yeah. But, you know, on the other spectrum, like, oh, when, you know, it rains, it, it rains because of gravity, pulls the, the water down. Okay, well, sorry, but what about the condensation that went up, Yeah, I'm pretty, which was still water? I'm pretty sure when I was you know? a kid, there were it, the whole clouds and the rain was 
the the moisture that was collected in the clouds was too dense mm. and the the clouds had to expel it it right. wasn't because of gravity they said it was because the clouds were too dense with moisture yeah yeah and so you know even just that even just that is just it's um it's dispelling to be honest because again gravity you minus that out and we've got the hoverboard that we do we have created mm. it's an electromagnetic hoverboard guess what it's hovering <laughs> it's hovering there and it's a really heavy physical object right so that explains why we can get condensation yeah because electromagnetism is involved and also we know water can hold charge we know that yeah definitely 100%. we've also we can also do these experiments at home yeah so um how did you feel when you first heard the the contrasting view about the tides and do you remember that conversation oh about how um how the electromagnetic field um having more of a pull on salt water Right, yeah, the salt being conducted. Yeah. Yeah, and and the sun and moon both being provably electromagnetic. You can even check that on Google. Mm. When they go over that surface of water and that water's salt, right, hey, it's conducting that salt and pulling that salt upwards. Yeah. And we can test that at home with electromagnetic objects over top of salt water at home. We can see how it changes the water, how it pulls it. Mm. But so on the other side, I mean, what did you get taught caused the tides? It was the moon. Right. I mean, just and the moon. Just, just the moon. How and do we get two tides? Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not a good enough answer. No. That does not answer as to why we get two tides in a day. No. So we not. do get a sun and a moon in a day sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Often, really. More often than not. Mm. So what know. about lakes, though? Have you heard that argument on the other side? You know the. Oh, that. Um, the other viewpoint i suppose if, if you want to call it that yeah that um there are some lakes in the world that have their own own tides but um i mean that was coming i think they call it seiches yes i think it's seish seish, seish um yeah but yeah so many of those lakes use as an example of but but lakes have tides so this you know it's not only happening to salt water mm. well those tides happen every 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. oftentimes. Um, even if not, every three hours. Mm. This has nothing to do with the sun and moon, clearly. No, and definitely. scientists looked into that and found that it was actually the wind coming down off of mountains. Yeah. And generally, tides happened in places that had high mountains. Because mm. that wind um, is dense. It's got water particles in it, right? And it falls down the mountain into the water. Yeah. And actually proves the opposite. Yeah. It proves the opposite. It proves density. That's a proof of density. Definitely. So, um, I don't know if... Did you get taught the 9.8 milliseconds freefall thing at school? As a proof of gravity? That when we get into the gravitational field, we fall at the exact same rate? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember... Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember the exact um, amount, but definitely... That, that sparks a memory? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, see, that was a huge question mark for me. That was one of the first things I rebutted. Mm. I said, but hold up a second, 9.8 milliseconds freefall. Yeah. How does that work? And they're like, oh, well, I don't know. But by then, I had actually seen enough evidence yeah. of the contrary with electromagnetism. And you've got the the tides and you've got the eclipse and the sun and the yeah. moon being the same size same visibly. Size. And the yeah. mathematical probability that, you know, no, it's just, yeah. yeah. 
and the, the stars being the same day in and day out, constellations never change, but we're meant to be spinning and tilting and friggin' firing through space at millions of miles, you know, just, wow, okay, hold up. The 9.8 milliseconds free for, I mean, I've actually got to figure this out yeah, before yeah. I use this because yeah. I'm going to have to somehow try and rebut all the rest of that. And there's a big line now, yeah, you know, definitely. of other evidence I've got. So when I was looking into that, I, I really wanted to make sure that it wasn't density causing that. So I looked at the density at the different levels on Earth, right? Mm. Because it is a different density. Yeah, every That's why you get helium material. when you go up. Yeah, helium is a product of density. That's why we have it on the periodic table. Mm. It creates a density. It has an atomic mass, right? Mm. Yeah. So you keep going up and you you know reach helium and a little bit higher or whatever. And I was finding that. When people had jumped off of, um, oh, sorry, out of airplanes above a certain level and even off mountains with those cool wind suits that people have now, yeah. right? Um, which again is propelled through force of density, right? I found that you actually fall faster. <laughs> they yeah. say that. They say that. You actually fall faster as you go up higher, or but we, you know, this happens because of this sometimes, or we don't know why this happens oh, okay. sometimes, yeah. and it wasn't consistent at all. Yeah, and I was like, that's exactly the point where it gets less dense. Yeah, so of yeah. course, you're going to fall faster because the resistance that you're going through is, is far lesser. less. Yeah, yeah, so it's sure. like, oh, oh. <laughs> And that was the same time, around the same time, I was looking at the bowling ball feather experiment, mm. oh, which proves gravity, supposedly. Yeah. But, of course, when you keep that same logic, they've removed all the density out of the chamber, of course the objects are going to fall at the only speed that they can, at mm. the maximum speed possible at that density. Definitely. Which, again, can't be nothing. We know that because there's no such thing as a vacuum. Yeah. We cannot create a vacuum. No matter what, it's always going to have particles in it. There's always no some form of... No true vacuum exists. Yeah, yeah. There's always some form of, of particles or... So there's going to be resistance. Yeah. Right? Always. But it's just almost no resistance. So, of course, they fall on the same. Yeah, of course, they fall on the same rate. Because Da Vinci um, come up with a... Uh, I can't remember the quote exactly, but explaining that force is always caused by resistance... Oh, okay. Okay, like you can't have force, true force, without some sort of resistance. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. There has to be something acting upon another thing for there to be force. Yeah. But that's true. When you think about it, across the board, it's true. Something has to be acting upon something else. There has to be movement, right? There has to be movement for there to be force. Now, the idea that we're spinning through a vacuum... That doesn't make any sense whatsoever because we're spinning and falling mm. through a vacuum no. that's ever expanding. No. What's the movement acting upon that? You look at Earth, you look at anything that we can actually see, that we can actually see what is moving against something else, but they're saying the force of nothing is moving us. Is moving us, That's yeah. actually impossible. Yeah, that yeah, of course. That completely of course. distorts your whole idea of how physics and force work. Wow, And exactly yeah. why I think people don't understand physics. Mm. More so than all other areas. I have met far less people who understand physics than any other area. And I think the globe concept ruins that for people. 
Because when you try to think of physics, they often, if you look at the school books, use the globe as an example for science mm. and then give you a natural example next to it. Yeah. And if you compare the two, they don't actually make sense. Yeah, they don't line up. They don't line up. And physics is one of those. What is the force against the spin? Wow. When there's nothing there. Yeah, that's interesting when you think of it like that. It really doesn't, it doesn't line up. And it's always taught well, when you're younger, physics, oh, it's such a hard subject. Oh, it's, a, mm. you know, it's, yeah. It's really important to sort of go back and, and read those ancient, um, oh, I call Da Vinci ancient, let's be honest. There's more than a couple <laughs> of hundred years old. He's basically ancient now. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of his stuff, um, incredible, incredible stuff. The things we it actually works across the board. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and that's how science should work. If, if it if it acts in a certain way and it's mm. consistent, you know, it, that variable is consistent, then but it, it works across the board. Yeah. For instance, in this situation, the act of force is the new concept, the new possible idea. Mm. That's a force. It's movement. It is moving towards someone, yeah, right? Definitely. That possibility. Yeah. Yeah, and so of course, with that thought to something new, mm. there's going to be resistance, exactly. and especially if there's predetermined beliefs or predetermined yeah. programs that are pushed on you, That's you're going to resist. Yeah, about truth mm. is that it is across the board. <laughs> so while that makes sense, also in physics and science, that also makes sense with spirituality. Yeah, with anything else. Definitely, definitely. With even a habit. You need some sort of force and there will be resistance mm, mm. of some kind. Yeah. If you're wanting to break something or if you're wanting to establish a new habit. Yeah. Mm. So what do you find though when you try to search for this topic? I What I get a lot of the time is because I know a wee bit of the science yeah you know I, I know the fundamentals to do with it and when you like when i look at videos of people explaining it or or things it's it's almost like a mockery there's no real standing on that constant yeah. truth the constant evidence it's it's just perceptions really or yeah. Do you think that if the the elitists have purposely deceived people out of this so that they don't understand creation or their own electromagnetic field, which would be vital to mm. exist here, you'd need to understand that you do create an impact with thoughts, feelings, words, all of that, right? For sure. Do you think if they're aware of that, and if anyone on Earth was, it would probably be them, right? Yeah. That they would with this truth coming out with more people readily looking into different concepts and ideas and realizing that there's been deception do you think it would be wise for them to put sort of stoppers in there yeah i, th I think it'd know? be completely stupid for them not to okay so because yeah. when i look um for say like flat earth on youtube or, or facebook it is all all of it is debunking all of it is this is not true because of, you know, um, things that we cannot test or know for sure. But I'll even Definitely. admit that. Yeah. Um, you know, oh gosh, I can't even remember. I've done quite a few videos on the comparisons between what they're saying in actual reality and how 
um, the way they word it is very convincing, but it's also all animated yeah. stuff. But say you find a video that is about actual flat earth in an open-minded way. Mm. Um, what do you find with that still? Do you, do you feel that there's real evidence in that or? There's, there's a lot less evidence and I feel that there's an energy attached to it almost that it's, it's, there's a, do you think they could be in charge of a lot of that pro content as well? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, even just to find a a pro flat earth video, you're having to go through 20 or 30 videos above it that are all debunking, even pushing big names like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Joe Rogan and all these different, who are known actors, who are known actors and who get paid in this, this scenario to, how does an actor become a scientist with no qualifications and still get paid? Yeah, for sure. If he's not acting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even... Yeah, even Joe Rogan with Fear Factor. Yeah. You know, an actor. Known actor. They let us know he's an actor first before yeah. they utilised him for his role now. Yeah. It's and very mean, quite clear that they are in control of media. Yeah, and the we information that. that comes out, so, definitely. And the, the knowing of um, Google and Facebook and how those symbols are directly Masonic, mm. right? Oh, yeah. 100%. In all regards, we can check that, you know, yeah. write that into Google. Google and Facebook Freemason and just see the comparisons there. Yeah. yeah. For yourself, you know. So, we know that and yet they've still somehow got us um, Almost call, under a spell. Mm. Of that, we can look at these things on Google and Facebook. We can look at them on YouTube, and we're just still going to trust it. Mm-hmm. No, of course they're in control of those things as well. Now they're going to let you think that they're not, of yeah. course, because it would be very unwise. unwise to to show themselves, you know. But um, yeah, I found that I would watch um sometimes the pro globe content mm. and try to prove that in natural science find that i couldn't do that find what it actually is oh, like yeah. the feather bombing ball thing like the density thing you know following the clues there's it's almost like you can take it as clues for what they're trying to hide yeah why would you say that is there any real connective point for that you know and yeah i mean even the i had someone say to me oh well you see circles Right? Oh, in nature. Yeah. No, no, you, you see circles. No, no, no. Actual circles, okay. like little globes. Yeah. Everything's a little globe. You know, why would they be circles? Why would the sun and moon be a circle if we're not a circle? Oh, yeah, like, why? Atoms, yeah. I'm not even suggesting that we're not a circle. <laughs> Necessarily. Just yeah. not the kind of circle you mean. Mm. And secondly, how does the Fibonacci spiral work amongst that and the hexagons? Yeah, yeah. Okay, patterns tend to be. Um, in a pattern form, right? Not just a circle or a line or a square. That's not how nature works. Yeah. Nature's just always beautiful as it is, isn't it? You can't really compare that. No, definitely. But um, that is also another thing to know. You know, how do you get the sun and the moon, right, to appear the exact same size in the sky in that model mm. with a mathematical probability attached to it? Yeah. In an infinite, ever-expanding universe. How do they still cause an eclipse? Mm. All these hundreds of thousands of years later, mm. or thousands, mm. or hundreds, depends yeah. what you believe and it doesn't matter. Until you've got evidence, you shouldn't believe nothing. Yeah. You shouldn't. And unfortunately, when we're children, we're not taught that. Mm. Our mm. parents shouldn't have taught us that. 
don't believe anything for sure until you've really seen and experienced it for ourselves. Yeah. We had that programmed, but we didn't get it reinforced. Mm. No one lived up to that standard. Yeah. But we have to live up to that standard. And the sun and the moon is just, it's very interesting. I mean, if you go out in the moonlight, you will see that it's only making bright the clouds around it. Yeah. I mean, if you, you do actually pull that backwards and draw triangles from where it's supposed to be, how far away it's meant to be, mm. those lines are very wide. Yeah. And that would be very, very dull light. But there you go. It's, it's just localized light, right? And it's cold. Yeah. It is very cold. It's not reflecting. It's yeah. cold light. It's colder than the shadow, yeah. probably. Yeah. You can see still experiments like that on YouTube. But yeah, it's just, you know, why do you think that anyone should even look into that? I mean, really, the the main, um, taking away my knowledge of it, the reason why people should look into it is because of the resistance people so passionately feel you know it's one thing to be resistant to someone saying you know you're you know who you are is a, a piece of crap or something yeah you know there's a, obviously a resistance to that but why are you so resistant to the possibility of something that is not of you mm. you know i think that that resistance would be enough to be you know why Am I so reluctant to even look at this? Yeah, Why yeah. Why am I so the reluctant to even? Proof. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a child. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> With Santa and the Tooth Fairy and Easter you know, Bunny, yeah. They don't want to know otherwise. No, they're they're happy in what they're they're knowing right now. Yeah, it can actually take a little while for you to convince a child that you were lying to them, even when you admit it. Mm, mm. But how does? But how does? But how does? But how does? Which is exactly what I was doing with the globe. But how does this work then? But how does that work then? I was exactly like my childhood self with Santa Claus being told to me. Yeah. I've wow. actually seen it. But how did I get presents all the other years before? See? Still trying to cling on to it. But yeah. how does how does Santa but what about Santa flying around the earth? What about Santa being on the news though? You know, what about Santa billboards and shops talking yeah. about Santa? Yeah. <coughs> Well, the same thing happens with the globe. Definitely. Exactly the same amount. If not more, yeah. If I mean, not more, yeah. definitely more. Mm. Are you kidding? Yeah, definitely more. Definitely way, way, way more. And you got this spinning little animated globe at school and you just spin it around and you spin it around and it's so much fun and it's interactive. Tell you what, you get an electromagnetic light, right, that produces UV light and then you get an electromagnetic light that produces a cold light. And they're both electromagnetic, and you put a little fucking dome lid over it, so you get condensation going up and down naturally, like a terrarium, right? Mm. And you have them moving on a clock. Put them on clock. Get a clock can. Seriously, get a real clock can and put those on a clock and have them move around. And you've got that salt water, you got these natural terrarium plants in there, and you watch that thing live. Mm. Tell yeah. you what, you watch that system live. That yeah, is a right. perfect friggin' terrarium. Oh, yeah. You know, you put some little insects and you'll see these life forms. It'll just be an absolute haven. That's the earth. No. You can make it. Try and make water stick to a ball that's spinning yeah. at like 1,600 miles per hour on an axis that's spinning at, you know, 
200 miles an hour that's spinning with the sun at 1.5 million miles an hour which is like i don't even know how many times <laughs> that is now because every time you add a different direction of speed it amplifies yeah for sure i mean geez you try and get that condensation to rise straight up like that yeah yeah, it's not going to happen. Crazy. It's not going to happen. Yeah, there's just no way. And I mean, the moon landing, people were like, oh, the moon landing's fake. They all know that. Or, yeah. Unless you've watched a little bit too much Joe Rogan, because he was initially well, moon landing's fake. Yeah, and I was just about to say, yeah. And then he so, changed for, his mind. For years and years. And when he, he changed <laughs> his mind when he was, you know, interviewing Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, there's so many obvious debunkings for the moon landing being fake. I mean, how did they film the bloody ship landing on the the moon itself <laughs> what do they drop someone off and be like okay we're gonna do a turnabout and you're gonna film us yeah. coming down and the know? rocks that have numbers on them yeah for yeah. placement definitely obviously <laughs> why else would you have rocks with numbers that's a studio setup that's yeah. what they do with studios yeah, yeah. you got for these sure. little moon hoppers jumping around but they're wearing scuba diving suits intriguing <laughs> you know oh yeah how did they know there was no oxygen there hmm. How did they? How did they know any of that? How did they know there's gravity there when gravity was a theory still? Yeah, I mean they hadn't even they hadn't even left Earth's atmosphere supposedly, but they yeah. knew there was no dust when mm. they land. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no dust on the someone the... walking in front of the Earth mm. picture that they had on the window. That's right. Yeah, yeah you can watch that whole thing now. There's so yeah. many. Yeah, it's so available. Yeah, so the moon landing. Why would they have to fake it? I mean, and then even <laughs> by their own volition saying, oh, well, we had the ability to get to the moon, but all that, that you know, all that stuff's been destroyed. We can't actually get there again. Yeah. You know, it's like, is yeah. it because our definition cameras that we have on our phones are enough that would yeah. be able to point out shit that would be wrong? No and astronauts swearing on the Bible that they went to the moon? Yeah. yeah. None of them? <laughs> what about the moon landing interview immediately after? Mm, oh, they yeah, looked they, really like they were excited. They yeah. changed history, didn't they? Like, no way, they were depressed as you could possibly be. Yeah. And you could tell they were lying. Yeah, they looked sullen. They looked so defeated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so defeated. And if you'd just They felt bad Earth, about what they were going to do. Yeah. What that was going to do in people, and it did. Yeah. It absolutely did. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, even from an ancient history standpoint, I mean, we know that they used natural medicines and it worked better. We, we know so much. They knew so much more about even electricity. Mm. If we really do pay attention, yeah. there was electricity. They knew about it. Definitely. Look at the pyramids even, yeah. right? There's so much evidence there that they were very, very smart civilizations and even people who believe in the globe. Still, I mean, I was one of those people. Yeah, yeah. They agree with that. And what did those people think the earth was? Yeah, they didn't think it was a spinning rock out of nothing. No, they did not. And yeah. now if a spinning rock out of nothing can exist, right? Mm. <clears throat> Then why is it not that a, a sphere with a dome, half Earth underneath and half a empty space with a, a dome on it, is that not still a sphere? Even that should be a possibility. I mean, how are you going to have a container without condensation? Yeah. Like, how does condensation work, work without, without a, a lid? Yeah, yeah, without a container. Of some kind. Definitely. We see that in our own houses when it's cold and warm and all these temperature shifts. And, and that starts to condense the water yeah. because it's a gas. Mm. What is a gas? It's People know this, but they don't know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They know it, but they don't know it. Yeah, they know water it, but they don't remind themselves of it. We yeah. are living on gasoline, guys. Mm. You know, like literally, water is a gas, right? And so with the temperature shifts, it's going to condensate upwards. Wow. 
Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, I, we're only like talk for 60 minutes apparently. We talk quite a bit there, but we'll be back. We'll, we'll talk about some other evidence, um, some more stuff. Uh, probably won't be stuff that you can hear on Facebook, YouTube and the like, you know. Um, that's why we're making these because it, sometimes it doesn't matter how much you search. You're still not going to be able to find it. I want to save you a bit of time so you know what to look for. And you can look it up for yourself. You have to look it up for yourself. You cannot blindly believe me. You can't fail that test. You can't hear this and just blindly believe. And then, you know, hope that everything's going to work out. No, you have to learn now. You have to learn that you have to know what you're talking about. You have to know what you believe in. You want to live a reality. Right? Who doesn't? You have so much more power if you know what's real. Come on. So, um, yeah, we'll do some more videos. You know, have a think about that. Maybe listen back to it. Maybe have a look up a few things that we've already said um you know thanks to mr snape here for joining me what a great conversation thank you uh and catch you guys later